2 Kings chapter 9. The prophet Elisha called one of his sons, the Elisha, the prophet Elisha, called one of the sons of the prophets and said, Tuck your mantle under your belt, take this flask of oil with you, and go to Ramoth Gilead. When you get there, look for Jehu, son of Jehoshaphat, son of Nimshi. Go in, get him away from his colleagues, and take him to an inner room. Then take the flask of oil, pour it on his head, and say, This is what the Lord says, I anoint you. King over Israel, open the door and escape. Don't wait. So the young prophet went to Ramoth Gilead. When he arrived, the army commanders were sitting there. So he said, I have a message for you, commander. Jehu asked, for which one of us? He answered, for you, commander. So Jehu got up and went into the house. The young prophet poured the oil on his head and said, This is what the Lord God says. I anoint you king over the Lord's people, Israel. You are to strike down the house of your master, Ahab so that I may avenge the bloodshed by the hand of Jezebel. The blood of my servants, the prophets, and of all the servants of the Lord, the whole house of Ahab will perish, and I will eliminate all of Ahab's males both slave and free in Israel. I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, and like the house of Bashah, son of Ahijah. The dogs will eat Jezebel in the plot of land at Jezreel. No one will bury her. Then the young prophet opened the door and escaped. When Jehu came out to his master's servants, they asked, Is everything all right? What did this crazy person, why did this crazy person come to you? Then he said to them, You know the sword and their ranting. But they replied, That's a lie. Tell us. So Jehu said, He talked to me about this and that and said, This is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. Each man quickly took his garment and put it under Jehu on the bare steps. They blew the ram's horn and proclaimed, Jehu is king. Then Jehu, son of Jehoshaphat, son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Joram and all Israel had been at Ramoth-Gilead, on guard against Hazael, king of Aram. 
But King Joram had returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds that the Arameans had inflicted on him when he fought against Aram's king, Hazael. Jehu said, If you commanders wish to make me king, then don't let anyone escape from the city to go tell about it in, in Jezreel. If Jehu said, if you commanders wish to make me king, then don't let anyone escape from the city to go tell about it in Jezreel. Jehu got into his chariot and went to Jezreel since Joram was laid up there and Ahaziah, king of Judah, had gone down to visit Joram. Now the watchman was standing on the tower in Jezreel. He saw Jehu's troops approaching and shouted, I see troops. Joram responded, Choose a rider and send him to meet them and ask him, Do you come in peace? So a horseman went to meet Jehu and said, This is what the king asks. Do you come in peace? Jehu replied, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The watchman reported, The messenger reached them but hasn't started back. So he sent out a second horseman who went to them and said, This is what the king asks. Do you come in peace? Jehu answered, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. Again the watchman reported, He reached them, but he hasn't started back. Also, the driving is like that of Jehu, son of Nimshi. He drives like a madman. Harness, Joram shouted, and they harnessed his chariot. Then Joram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, set out, <clears throat> each in his own chariot, and met Jehu at the plot of land of Naboth, the Jezreelite. When Joram saw Jehu, he asked, <clears throat> Do you come in peace, Jehu? He answered, What peace can there be as long as there is so much prostitution and witchcraft from your mother Jezebel? Joram turned around and fled, shouting to Ahaziah, It's treachery, Ahaziah. Then Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between the shoulders. The arrow went through his heart, and he slumped down in his chariot. Jehu said to Bidkar, his aide, pick him up and throw him on the plot of ground belonging to Naboth, the Jezreelite. For remember when you 
and I were riding side by side behind his father Ahab. And the Lord uttered this oracle against him. As surely as I saw blood, as surely as I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons yesterday, this is the Lord's declaration. So I will repay you on this plot of land. This is the Lord's declaration. So now, according to the word of the Lord, pick him up and throw him on the plot of land. When King Ahaziah of Judah saw what was happening, he fled up the road toward Beth Hagan. Jehu pursued him, shouting, Shoot him too. So they shot him in his chariot at Gerpas near Ableam. But he fled to Megiddo and died there. Then his servants carried him to Jerusalem in a chariot and buried him in his father's tomb in the city of David. It was in the eleventh year of Joram, son of Ahab, that Ahaziah had become king over Judah. When Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard about it, so she painted her eyes, adorned her head, and looked down from the window. As Jehu entered the gate, she said, Do you come in peace, Zimri, killer of your master? He looked up toward the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked down at him, and he said, Throw her down. So they threw her down. And some of her blood splattered on the wall and on the horses, and Jehu rode over her. Then he went in, ate and drank, and said, Take care of this cursed woman and bury her, since she's a king's daughter. But when they went out to bury her, they did not find anything but her skull, her feet, and the palms of her hands. So they went back and told him, and he said, This fulfills the Lord's word that he spoke through his servant Elijah the Tishbite in the plot of land at Jezreel. The dogs will eat Jezebel's flesh. Jezebel's corpse will be like manure on the surface of the field in the plot of land at Jezreel so that no one will be able to say, this is Jezebel. 1 Timothy chapter 6 All, all who are all who are under the yoke, all who are under the yoke as slaves must regard their own masters to be worthy of all respect so that God's name and his teaching 
will not be blasphemed. Those who have believing masters should not be disrespectful to them because they are brothers, but should serve them better since those who benefit from their service are believers and dearly loved. Teach and encourage these things. If anyone teaches other doctrine and does not agree with the sound teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the teaching that promotes godliness, he is conceited, understanding nothing, but has a sick interest in disputes and arguments over words. From these come envy, quarreling, slander, evil suspicions, and constant disagreement among people whose minds are depraved and deprived of the truth, who imagine that godliness is a way to material gain, but godliness with contentment is a great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation, a trap, and many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But you, man of God, run from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight for the faith. Take hold of eternal life that you were called to and have made a good confession about in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God who gives life to all and of Christ Jesus who gave a good confession before Pontius Pilate I charge you to keep the command without fault or failure until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. God will bring this about in his own time. He is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the only one who has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light. No one has seen or can see him. To him be honor and eternal might. Amen. Instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be arrogant or to set their hope on the uncertainty of wealth, but on God, 
who richly provides us with all things to enjoy. Instruct them to do what is good, to be rich in good works, to be generous, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good reserve for the age to come so that they may take hold of life that is real. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding irreverent, empty speech and contradictions from the knowledge that falsely bears that name. By professing it, some people have deviated from the faith. Grace be with all of you. Hosea chapter 1. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Beer-e, during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel. When the Lord, when the Lord, when the Lord first spoke, when the Lord first spoke to Hosea, he said this to him, go and marry a promiscuous wife and have children of promiscuity for the land is committing blatant acts of promiscuity by abandoning the Lord. So he went and married Gomer, son of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to him, Name him Jezreel, for in a little while I will bring the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu, and put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and gave birth to a daughter, and the Lord said to him, Name her no compassion, for I will no longer have compassion on the house of Israel. I will certainly take them away, but I will have compassion on the house of Judah, but I will deliver them by the Lord their God. I will not deliver them by bow, sword, or war, or by horses and cavalry. After Gomer had weaned no compassion, she conceived and gave birth to a son. Then the Lord said, Name him not my people, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God. Yet, yet the number of the Israelites will be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or counted. And in the place where they were told, you are not my people, they will be called sons of the living God. And the Judeans 
and the Israelites will be gathered together. They will appoint for themselves a single ruler and go up from the land for the day of Jezreel will be great. Psalms 119 verses 73 through 96. Your hands made me, informed me, give me understanding so that I, this is Yod, your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding so that I can learn your commands. Those who fear you will see me and rejoice. For I put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your judgments are just and that you have afflicted me fairly. May your faithful love comfort me as you promised your servant. May your compassion come to me so that I may live. For your instruction is my delight. Let the arrogant be put to shame for slandering me with lies. I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you, those who know your decrees, turn to me. May my heart be blameless regarding your statutes so that I will not be put to shame. I long for your salvation. I put my hope in your word. My eyes grow weary looking for what you have promised. I ask, when will you comfort me? Though I have become like a wineskin dried by smoke, I do not forget your statutes. How many days must your servant wait? When will you execute judgment on my persecutors? The arrogant have dug pits for me. They violate your instruction. All your commands are true. People persecute me with lies. Help me. They almost ended my life on earth, but I did not abandon your precepts. Give me life in accordance with your faithful love, and I will obey the decree you have spoken. Lord, your word is forever. It is firmly fixed in heaven. Your faithfulness is for all generations. You established the earth and it stands firm. They stand today in accordance with 
your judgments. For all things are your servants. If your instruction had not been my delight, I would have died in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for you have given me life through them. I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked hope to destroy me, but I contemplate your decrees. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your command is without limit.